Wolfpack Productions or Wolf Den Wears? Um, both. both, I suppose. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think both. Okay, well, we're going to go with both. We're both. And I'm only going to say, um, I'm going to say Wolf Den Wears first. Okay. Because it's alphabetically in order. Okay. I so, like that. AJ Venz, co host producer of Wolf Den Wears and Wolfpack <laughs> Productions. Hey. What's up, man? Not I missed much. you on the last episode. I know. I'm sad I couldn't be there, but that's okay. I know that stuff just gets. A little bit hectic. Did you just see like, oh, there's a new podcast episode? I don't remember doing yeah. that podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I must have blacked out during this one. <laughs> it's like, no, it, it was totally cool because yeah. I was down there at Gray Area for a practice, and we had meant okay. to do it earlier, which I right. told you about. Yes, and it got all messed up, and then now here we are. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dudes, we got some time to kill. You want to do this? And they yeah. were way. Will and Joel were like super into it yeah. and had listened to a couple episodes of our podcast before. So cool. I was like. Let's do it, man. Yeah, seem like really good dudes and yeah. uh, like kind of that down to earth vibe of everything that they have done, and it was a, it was a great conversation. To I thought it to. was too, and so. I, whether you know those guys or not, yeah. I think they had a lot to offer. But it was cool with Will because I I view Will as maybe one of the more successful guys in yeah. in the Iowa scene that has has gotten out and played. So it was mm-hmm. cool to also see that he's very just wanting to share and right. down to earth and yeah, yeah, man. Absolutely. How's summer been going for you? It's been going pretty solid. Yeah, yeah I would you say so. Playing music? Are you still playing every other night at uh, Tailgaters? We aren't. <laughs> we we decided to turn down the house band gig <laughs> from Tailgaters. Kaylor was really adamant about Kale it. Kale was like, "We need he, to do this." He really wanted us, but yeah, we just couldn't do it. So, um, but no, we we haven't been playing. We will be playing again though soon. Uh, lo and behold, at Tailgaters. Uh, but you know, we'll get there. It's we'll a get great there. venue. Yeah, you might as well. Is. Absolutely, man. So. <laughs> That's been great. Printing's been great. I've been having a lot of fun doing that stuff and a lot of new fun stuff on the horizon, too, for we're fall. Gonna try, we're going to try something new on this episode. We don't have a guest. We yeah. should probably make everyone turn this off already because yeah. nobody listens for me and you. Correct. They just want the guest. Absolutely. But we figured, like, while we're killing some time, mm-hmm. why don't we sort of state of the scene okay. address? You know, not state of the union, state of the scene address. Yeah, okay, like, state of the scene. State of the scene address. Yes, Sounds weird. Yeah, well, that's okay. I am the presidential figure stepping up to the microphone to discuss (laughs) what has been happening. When did we... Okay, so I remember start. we had a meeting at Chrome Horse when I started this Facebook group. Mm -hmm. It was so cold out. So it was probably like January, February. Yeah. And I think we've been doing these podcasts for, what, at least six months now, do you think? Yeah, uh, because that was probably about... There's probably like a two-month buffer there, I think. Before the podcast really started, between you know, and from the from the meeting, yeah, and then yeah, and then we started doing the episodes. Yeah, and I think uh, overall, I've heard from a lot of people that we have been providing some great content, and I think I've been trying to make it out to some shows, and I've been trying to ask some people, and it seems like in general, attendances are up, mm-hmm. bands are doing better things to promote themselves. Yeah, I've noticed that a lot more musicians are getting out to see other bands play. Yeah. That's, and that's super cool. Yeah, that's been the biggest thing uh, for me. I, you know, it's hard to make it to every single show as oh, much always. as you just want to be able to go out and support all your friends. But um, at the same time, it is really great to hear that seeing all the posts from other musicians on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, 
and they're taking videos or taking pictures of their yeah. friends up on stage and their their colleagues Promoting in that. the music scene. You should you know check I mean? this band out. Exactly. I think that's one, of, and I just think the overall attitude of everyone. We have mm-hmm. we finally had our blowout on the Facebook page. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. I thought it was going <laughs> to yes. happen sooner than that. Oh man! It finally happened, and yeah. I think what was cool is people realized that there are some sh- shitty people that just have negative attitudes yeah. that will never want to help collaborate ever. Right. And I think I think we've we've drawn a line in the sand, dude. Yeah. You do not also. Um, that was a big Lebowski. Call, right? <laughs> <laughs> we've drawn that line in the sand to say, hey, we're over here trying to do fun stuff and yeah. make this community better. You can join us or not. Right. You know, and I, I felt like that was kind of w- the vibe I've just been getting from everyone. People yeah. are chiming in on questions that come in on Facebook. I wish we could get more. There's 300 and 400 something people on that page. I wish right. we could get more people to chime in. But, yeah, I mean, there's know? a decent amount of lurkers. I mean, I myself, I, I try not to chime in too much, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, like I, I, I'm there to support it, but like, I like to hear from other people yeah. and, and kind of open that Chime platform. in when you can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the other big thing I was going to say is to that effect, was a lot of that negative connotation with that whole big blowout was, you know, the original and the, yeah. and the cover band scenes and stuff like that. And the crossover that's starting to really happen, I think with those two scenes, quote unquote, yeah. not being two scenes, being one scene yeah. now. And I think that that's great. And it is, it's that support system. We're here to all have a good time and we're all musicians. We're, same Why goal, we, we pretty not much work right here. <laughs> towards the same goal. Yeah, yeah. Same goal. So. Have you ever watched The 100, that sci-fi television? I've or? watched bits and pieces of it, yes. Well, then I won't spoil it for you, but okay. they go from many crews to one crew. Single crew. They're called one crew and we are one crew now. Because <laughs> okay. what we are... <laughs> One person will be like, "I've seen that." Yeah, nobody exactly. else watches that They'll show. Chime in. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think I think it's going to be great. I think just to continue forward and see what people are doing, and mm-hmm. it's just great. So I, I challenge everybody out there to just keep keep doing your part, keep making your band better, yeah, keep making your fans more knowledgeable, and it's just going to keep getting better. You know, keep sharing, keep sharing experiences, good or bad, uh, of of what to look out for, pass the knowledge along to your, to your fellow musicians. Hell yeah. You know, so. Yeah, don't be afraid. Don't, yeah. don't hoard that shit. Absolutely. Pass it on. <laughs> yeah, pass it along. What, and I made a couple notes of, I was trying to think of some things that have happened yeah. in the, over the summer or over the last, like what, what have been some notable musical type experiences in this town? And I think yeah. uh, everybody's number one would probably be Nubo Evolve. Nubo Evolve. Nubo Evolve. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. Evolve, Evolve, Evo- Evolve. Evolve, Evolve, <laughs> Dissolve, Dissolve, Dissolve. God, yes. what, a, what a clusterfuck that was. Oh, God. I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of relieved to hear you say something along those lines, I'll be yeah. honest with you, because I know that you... Really, I know you were really backing that. You were very positive it for it. You wanted it to see that really come through, like in flying colors, man. And I think that if you've heard any of the press stuff on it, it was not that. It was nothing. It was and not it's unfortunate. Now, now it's unfortunate because yes, this was a terrible, terrible thing that happened, and it was not done well, and they lost two point three million dollars. Yes. Like I, I don't even know what a million is, let alone two point three million. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking money. A lot of money, man. Taxpayers' well, money. That's taxpayers' like, there's, money. Yeah, from the city, from every. I mean, but the the unfortunate part is that it was an actual really cool event, yeah. and it was an amazing undertaking, and it had a lot of balls for Go Cedar Rapids to go. Well, everybody's complaining. Everybody says nothing cool happens in Cedar Rapids, mm-hmm. so let's do this. Let's let's make it dope. Yeah. Let's put it on. And I I totally commend them because you know I've in the process of 
helping out with that event, I got to know a lot of those great people down at Go Cedar Rapids. Yeah. And they truly did want to make this the best thing ever. Yeah. And they wanted to put Cedar Rapids on the map and they wanted to make this just a premier festival. Mm -hmm. I just don't think they had the right. It just things just didn't go things right didn't for them. You know, they for it. from the sounds of it, they had a couple people on there that were making wrong decisions mm -hmm. for everybody. Okay. Um, and just man, I like like think about it. Um, they they just didn't do it right. Like my number one thing was mm -hmm. the advertising. Okay. You still have people today that think it cost four hundred dollars to go see Maroon Five. Yeah. You still hear that. And, it, and that wasn't even the case. You know, the $400 tickets were these VIP things yep. that you could go do everything and front row tickets. But I just think they went about it from the wrong way. Imagine if they had come out like this and they had said, hey, Maroon 5 is coming to town Saturday night. You want to go see them? S tickets start at 70 bucks. Right. Super reasonable. Right. Kelly Clarkson, Friday night. Tickets start at $45. Super reasonable, right? Mm -hmm. Like those are normal concert tickets. Everything's great. Oh, and by the way, do you want to do a VIP experience where you can go to all this other stuff and you can have front row tickets and meet and greets? Well, we put together this VIP package for some people that might want it mm -hmm. for 400 bucks. Yep. I think that would have been a totally different way of going about it right from the start. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you start, start like you say, just start lower. Starting at, tickets as low as. As low as. Th like, those are <laughs> this important. This is Cedar Rapids. Those are important terms to be using when you're trying to get anything yeah. in bulk out the door, yeah. a.k.a. your tickets. So, I mean, when you're talking about the ticket sales overall, it was 32,000 was capacity for the event or something along those lines, I believe is what they said. And 12,000 were in attendance throughout the thing. Of those 12,000 people attending, 9,000 tickets and some change were paid for. Yeah. So a lot of giveaways. A lot of a lot of, a lot of get these tickets, like... I don't know, man. Yeah, it was to either to fill the stands, yeah. or it was the hopes that those people would then buy a bunch of alcohol right. and try to make up for those tickets. But here's what's weird: I because I helped organize Sunday, uh -huh. um, they gave me. I didn't get paid for this endeavor. I just wanted to help. Right. So let's put that on the record. Okay. I, I I was not paid for my time. I was not part of the two point three million dollars. All okay. right. Put that on record. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they gave me a backstage pass to Kelly Clarkson on Friday cool. night. They, it would have worked Saturday night, too, but I, we had a wedding and I couldn't be there. But okay. from what I could tell, it looked like there was like seven to 8,000 people at Kelly Clarkson. Really? From the stage, from what I was seeing. And then what I heard, Maroon 5 was like... Ten to twelve thousand. Wow. So, so the numbers aren't matching up to me. You know okay. what did they? What did you say that there was only like thirteen thousand tickets sold? Thir somewhere, yeah, just under thirteen. And no, I'm sorry, tickets, that was including uh, all together. Yes, yeah. all together so, in attendance through the gates. Yeah. So that was kind of weird for me to hear. Maybe my visual counting skills aren't that great, yeah. but I mean, there was a ton of people there, man. Yeah. And everybody that was there had had such a great time and had such good things to say. That's about what it. I also heard about yeah. this though too. Is that the people that did go had a blast. They really enjoyed it. They thought it was a great atmosphere. Yeah. Um, they had a lot of fun at the events, the speakers, like other things like that. So, but I think it's just uh, it's unfortunate. Like just the media nowadays is mm -hmm. they want to focus on negative because negative will sell way more interesting. It sells it's so much people. more polarizing. Yes. But but I wish they would have reported on just the general goodness of what happened. Yeah, um, I think uh, what was one of the other big things I I kind of heard about. Um, other than the losses. Yeah, people had a good time overall. Um, I don't know, man. Like, 
I, it just, I, something they, they else went is too sticking big, in my too brain, fast, but I can't man. think of it right now. They went That's way the too thing. big, too fast. That's it, what I wanted to you say. Can imagine, you can imagine, I mean, well, instead of going Maroon 5, Kelly Clarkson, which yeah. I also sort of have a problem with, like, are they huge names? Yes. yes. But are they, like, in desirable Cedar Rapids crowd? Right. Big names? I mean, I, I hate to say this. But I am all about being one with the community yes. and being a nice person. That is my new mantra. <laughs> get a country band. Get a big <laughs> name. Get Luke Bryan. And yeah. guess what? You just sold all 15,000 of your tickets in one day. That's true. And um, I don't, I mean, maybe Luke Bryan's an equivalent of what Maroon 5 costs. Another thing I heard, I heard that the problem was is that if you get a band like Maroon 5 on a tour yeah. and this becomes a stop on their tour, mm-hmm. costs go way less. You can imagine. Sure. They've got their stuff with them. They've got their crew. Mm-hmm. They've got everything they need. But being a one-off show, right? They it sounds like Cedar Rapids got raked through the coals on what they paid I, for these bands. I heard there's only speculation yes. about what they were paid and everything. I don't want to. I don't know if I really want to shoot that number out. Well, it's or, it is speculation. It is I just mean, speculation. Really, I've heard a million or plus. Yeah. from Maroon Five. Exactly, and I mean that's it's that's a, in, <laughs> that's a lot of money, man. Like I'm sorry, but like you're you're right. I just think the idea is like you you went so big so quickly and. You could have had your, you know, we've had like Young what? the Giant come through yeah, before. Right? You could have had Nathaniel Ratcliffe yeah, come through, totally. like something along those something lines. Just that somebody that a lot of people know, but just yeah. it's not that number one huge name. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like somebody who's like that rising star right now. You know, like somebody like or like you know Luke Bryan is a great. Yeah. yeah, that's great. You know, I don't know, dude. You bring in like Gin Blossoms or mm-hmm. uh, some one of those bands from the, those nostalgic bands from yeah. the '90s that probably tour for like. 50k mm-hmm. they'll probably play a show for 20 to 50k yeah you stack a lineup of those bands no yeah you're kidding. not going to sell 400 vip tickets to it no. and it's not going to be viewed as a premier music festival right. but do you think i mean do you think hinterland and Lollapalooza started off as no. like wow we're the premier festival ever you know exactly. no you got to start off small and i i do hand it to um everybody that works for go cedar abbas though because i mean those guys, all the volunteers, I mean, they still went all in and tried to make this happen. Yeah. It could have been like a, um, there was a festival outside of Des Moines that was supposed to happen last year called like Iowa Music Festival. You might remember okay. this, but some guy was promoting this I know all Iowa about. Music Festival. Yes, I you remember that? I, and he was just all in. He's yep. like, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And sponsors are falling out. And basically, the same thing that happened here with Cedar Rapids mm-hmm. started happening overspending. Yes. People are not committing. And instead, he just the guy out. ghosted, like the right? Yeah, he just ghosted. Like the day before the event, yeah. he said, "Nope, it's not happening. Sorry." Yeah. And he and he had all this money that he promised people, and he had ticket sales. And, yeah. And I mean, that could have very easily happened here in Cedar Rapids. No and was the outcome of Nubo Evolve great? No. Mm-hmm. Is are we ever going to have anything awesome happen ever again? No. But like, could it have been so much? Could it have been like the fire festival, that island thing that happened a couple what years? What was this? Do you remember that? Uh, they, there was this like premier, like rich and famous, <laughs> like DJ electronic dance music festival that happened on some island. Okay. And it was a disaster. Like, oh, they, I, no, they, I know exactly. Yeah, what yes, they didn't have right. enough bathrooms and <laughs> like, stuff. And like, it was like people, people almost wanted, died. People wanted to leave. There weren't any ferries yes. to go from the thing or get off the like the planes that were coming in. Yeah, it could I remember this. Always be worse. They were talking like premier camping and it's like there were these like like hop tents and yeah, like glamping. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're talking about. I don't know. Uh, I and I I just I I put half the blame on 
the people that have since been let go for Ghost Cedar Rapids yeah. and whether they were at Actually, I take that back. I put half the blame just on the overall organization, organization itself, the mm-hmm. board of directors who yeah. who knows what they do. Exactly. They're a volunteer board. Right. Is what they are. I I know I know that from the uh from the press release. It's just it's really hard and you could tell there is a lot of that like verbiage yeah. Political verbiage. And you're doing with your hands exactly what that guy what was that doing. What that guy wants to do. And, like, you know, it's kind of the Donald Trump thing a little bit. Yes. And it's just like politically but, correct. Yeah. And, and it's just like, you know, I understand you have these people and now they're kind of the scapegoat at this of point. And I'm sure they uh, are deserving of the faults that they're being laid upon them. However, you have to look at those guys too. Yeah. You can't say that they the big aren't. people in charge. What do you mean? You're, you're supposed to be overseeing and, and, and that you, you didn't? You, you, how did you let these things slide by then? Yeah, because like, you know, I, dude, I, I, I had yeah. many interactions with Scott Talman and Aaron, mm-hmm. Aaron McCrate, the two guys that got let go. Yeah, and they were like, they were so great, man. Yeah, um, I saw Aaron after the Sunday show was over. Mm-hmm. He came by in a golf cart. He slammed on the brakes. Biggest smile on his face. Gave me a huge hugs. Like, dude, we did it. Like, and I, I think he was high off of how great the experience was for right. so many people. Yeah. And it's so so I, I, I can't say that I, I put blame on those guys. I right. can't say I put blame on anyone. I'm just saying the overall leadership organization mm-hmm. of this whole thing and everyone involved. But half the blame's gotta go to the city of Cedar Rapids in my opinion. Yeah. And I'm talking about the we've talked about this before, the overall negativity that is rampant in this city. Yeah. And I've talked about it a lot and I just feel like Cedar Rapids is one of the more negative overall places that I've been to or that I have heard of lately where the the minute this event got announced people were negative about it yeah oh no fuck that fuck that you know and then they're just spreading that negativity when like dude how about I hate Maroon 5 I hate Kelly Clarkson cool don't go Mm-hmm. End of conversation should never be in your brain ever again. Right. But people just want to be like, you never, uh, you can't do that, burr, burr, you know? Yeah. And I, I think that negativity just spreads. And then you get these people that want it to fail, which blows my yeah, mind. Yeah. When people want something to fail, right. just, just destroys me. I can't figure out. Like all these people that are coming out now, going, yeah, I told you, Nubo Volvo's never gonna make it. Yeah, I've been calling it from the start. Yeah, what a what a redi- oh, really? Yeah, because now we got nothing, and now no one's ever gonna want to put something on in this town. Yeah, I I struggle with it. I met um, I met a couple people that were like, just think about what three million dollars could have done for our city, mm-hmm. and it's very true. And I said, well, well, what? And the one guy said, well, man, think about some cool music venue that we could have put on to where we could have got national acts to come through a lot and local bands could have had somewhere to play. And that's great and all, but also we don't have the community to support it. Right. It, we've talked about this before, too. If if somebody came to me and said, I've got the most beautiful music venue ever for Cedar Rapids, it's going to be amazing, and I just need you to be a partner with me and put down 100000 mm-hmm. I would never do it. I, w- I don't think it survives here. Yeah. And so I don't think anything you could have spent $3 million on would have created anything that would have benefited this town. But I think this is a k- bit of a testament to that. I mean, the fact that the city of Cedar Rapids really, like you say, there's a lot of people that didn't let it flourish. No. So why would a music venue, a big old huge music venue, like, 
like we've compared to like what a Woolies or a yeah whatever something you know that has a good a higher capacity. Local bands can play, but local, also yes. mid level touring bands can come. Correct, through. and it's like if you don't have the support to do something like this, you know that should be a nice big community event. Uh, why why would we have what it takes to support that. You know what I mean? Like we I just we just don't have what it takes to support anything. Yeah. So, so we built the amphitheater. It's not good enough. It sucks. Staff sucks. I hate the bands they've been through. All right. Uh well yeah. and my thing too is like get involved. If you think that you have better ideas. If you think you have the better ideas, then get you need involved to step up. and make it happen. Yeah. But but I gotta tell you, I mean like have I run anything like Nubo Evolve on a large scale like that? No. No. But just putting on like for instance the the Halloween ball that we put on. This yeah, is our yeah. fourth year. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing, just on a smaller scale. It's like, okay, I got this idea. I think it will go well, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. So here's where our budget is. Here's what we think we can spend. Here's how many tickets we think we can sell. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And be fully prepared. Uh, that first year we put that on, we were fully prepared as a band to make $0 and owe $10,000. Really? Like that's how fully that's prepared we That's what kind of loss are. you were prepared That's for? what kind of loss we could have taken. Okay. It had things not gone well. Okay. But we did our research. We knew we had a good product. We knew we were doing something that people could get behind. Mm-hmm. And we didn't overspend. Yeah. If if you've if you've been to the first Halloween ball compared to what you're going to see this year, man, the production level was way low. <laughs> there was not much going on, but it was a Halloween party. It was great. Yeah. And it succeeded. So then we kept up in ticket sales. We kept up in money that we're spending. But like, it's a it's a really hard thing to do. Yeah. And even that, people are like, oh, you don't have to write bands. The venue sucks. It's like, then you do it. Right. Like I dare you to put on an event and make it successful. People it's like it's so easy to watch from the stand like you know, from the sidelines and be like, Yeah, you should be doing that. Yeah. Everybody's a foreman when it comes to stuff. Armchair quarterbacks. Yeah, man. And everybody's everybody's a critic when they're not the ones getting their hands dirty. Exactly. And and so I just hope that I mean to end it all, I just it's just a bummer that it didn't go as well as it should have. Yeah. I know it's probably never gonna happen again. I'm glad though, uh, for the record, I'm glad that Ghost Cedar Rapids will still be around. Because mm-hmm. Ghost Cedar Rapids has done so many cool things for this city. People don't notice it, it's behind the scenes stuff. It used to be this they basically transitioned an older person thing that was like, here's how we bring people to Cedar Rapids to Let's get young, cool people involved, and mm-hmm. how do we bring Cedar, people to Cedar Rapids? Yeah. And they've helped with our ticket sales. They have, they've given us the ticketing platform for our Halloween ball. Okay. They've done um, stuff with us with like Paramount, and they've, they're always kind of working with us to be like, hey, you guys are a cool draw. Mm-hmm. We want to help be involved with you. And, and so I'm just glad that they're still around. I just hope that they can repay the funds, and, yeah. and then hopefully we can pick up the pieces and move on from there, right? Yeah, um, I, I I agree with you. Like, there's, I think that there's even something to be said though about even looking, potentially even younger, because um, Kelly Clarkson Maroon Five right. is not young enough. No, <laughs> I mean they wouldn't be hosts on TV shows if they were in their prime or being, yeah. or you know, yeah. going to be that draw. Yeah, and so yeah, like maybe even stepping a little bit younger, um, just consulting in, input. Find those people out there in that community yeah. that are trying to do stuff themselves, you know. And, and that it, was another thing. I think the media did point that out that yeah. 
that they seem to just get stuck in their ways and okay. go, well, this is how we're going to do it. Okay. Even though there was kind of a backlash from the community going, we don't want to see these bands. Okay. Where they could have made changes maybe and said, okay, well, we'll try to change it up a little bit. But, mm-hmm. you know, the community did kind of speak out and go, this isn't really for us, you know, and nobody sure. seemed to listen. But okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hear you on that one. That, that's tough. So, mm-hmm. off sidestepping question. Yes. You're running a festival with $3 million budget. <laughs> Who cares what kind of a loss you take? <laughs> you're doing this just for you, and you know you're going to get fired the next day. Oh, but like, you're going to die two days later, so you don't care. Uh-huh. What is your what is your headlining band for Saturday night? Headlining band, for yeah. Saturday Who cares night? what the town of Cedar Rapids thinks? This is so you get to meet them and you get to watch them play in Cedar Rapids. Oh, that is a pressure test of a question, <laughs> my friend. Um, I get to meet them. You know what? If I feel like the Foo Fighters is up there. Yeah. I think so. Dave Grohl is, is pretty awesome. Uh, but if I was looking anywhere, like there's there's lots of bands. A Day to Remember would be really dope, and yeah. I think they'd be a cool draw. Yeah. Um, can I like br- bring back like Led Zeppelin or you, something? Yeah, you can bring back <laughs> okay, Led cool. Zeppelin. For, that's uh, where most of your three million dollar you know, budget yeah, is going to exactly, come from because we have to reanimate. Yeah, you know, it's going to be Bonham super and, weird. So. <laughs> we'll do it. Oh man, that would just be so fun to just yeah. But, but it's funny you say that because like, do you think Foo Fighters would have drawn better than Maroon Five? I don't know. Um, I, it's so hard to say. I I, I think uh, I think to to some sort of a degree, I think that they're still semi more relevant to me. But then again, you think about what you're hearing on the radio. I mean, I just don't think of Maroon Five. Almost as much of a rock band anymore, man. No, yeah, you know they're, what I mean? they're pop. They're very pop. But, but pop yeah. sells. I mean, but a lot of people did bring up the fact that either a country artist or like a cock yeah. rock, rock 108 okay. is going gonna, is gonna to sell those seats. And they yeah. probably are, man. That's true. You don't see many pop artists come through here. Mm-hmm. But, oh, and that brings up another thing that I was getting pissed off about this summer. Remember the whole okay. Maddie Poppy thing with the market after yeah. dark? Yeah, yeah. I was so mad about that. Because, so if you don't know, Maddie Poppy is a girl from Iowa yes. who's been playing music for a long time, unknown to many people. Right. She went on American Idol and won American Idol this year. And now the Cedar Rapids Economic Alliance had planned this Market After Dark thing that I think just happened last weekend. Mm-hmm. And one of the people on the committee probably saw Maddie Poppy somewhere in Iowa and said, oh, she's man, she's really great. Let's hire her on to be an opening act for the market after dark. So, you know, they probably offered Maddie like a hundred bucks and she probably said, that sounds great. Sounds fun. I'll go do it. And then what happens is Maddie wins American (laughs) idol. And then people are going, well, she's still coming to play market after dark. All of a sudden I'm a huge fan now. And I, I would love to see her. And the Metro economic Alliance is saying, well, she, she says she's going to play, you know, like we've, got a contract uh, they said they had a contract with her but in reality who would who would do a contract over a hundred dollars with it just a yeah. a young girl from iowa i right. doubt there was a contract but there was probably email correspondence and so yeah. it sounded like they reached out to her and she said yeah i'm still trying to make the show but as we all know american idol owns her yeah. you know and they own everything she does now yeah. so i think american idol's smart move said why would we let her play a free show in Cedar Rapids when we can come back in a year and sell tickets to something? Mm-hmm. Can't play the show. Wow. And so people got really upset at Maddie Poppy for mm-hmm. canceling the show. Oh, you're too big for us now. No, you're too good. <laughs> and then she came out with something that said, 
hey, I, I can't play the show. I never had a contract. I'm now with a record label. The record label's not letting me play the show. I'm so sorry. We'll make it up sometime. Mm-hmm. Then that negativity turned to the Cedar Rapids Economic Alliance. How dare you try to take advantage of a little girl? It's like, she we're with Maddie know. forever. Like, <laughs> it blew my mind. I'm like, of course they didn't have a contract yeah. with her. And of course she didn't play the show. Like, you could have seen this from a million miles away. Yeah. And I, I don't know why I, I don't know why that just popped in my head, but it was so funny to me. Headline readers, man. It's yeah. all about headline headline readers, and that's all they all the further a lot of people want to dig into these sorts of things. It's, and so yeah. It's just so awesome to me. Just how <laughs> mad people get. And you see it just flip fly. It's like mob yeah. mentality. Wait. Wait, we're not mad at Maddie. We're mad at the city. Yeah, there's and something like, bigger at work here. Pitchforks. Yeah. I can't believe they're taking advantage taking of this advantage. little girl. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you know how anything works in the world or no? Uh, and it was probably for the better, too, because can you imagine? Normally, I think they get like 20,000 people in downtown Cedar Rapids yeah. for this free market after dark. Yeah. Now you've got American Idol winner from Iowa who everybody's clamoring to see. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and add another 20,000 people. No so kidding. we've got 40,000 people. Then everybody's going to be mad because they can't see her or the stage wasn't big enough right. and they couldn't hear her from far away. Couldn't there wasn't enough it. bathrooms. Couldn't see it. Yeah. I, I think I think everybody dodged a bullet on this one, to tell you the truth. Yeah, it's <laughs> a good point. That's a really good point. Oh, so. well. What else happened in the summer, man? I can't think of anything else that was notable that happened this summer. Notable this summer. Um... Or anything I mean, you've seen on the on the uh, web on the Facebook page that um, has like drawn your attention, like any conversations we've been having or anything like that that really stood out to you? Well, I know that there was a lot of there's some of those um, same great bands making it back to um, the amphitheater, you know, Uptown Friday nights. Um, conversation wise, um, nothing stands out. Uh, I know that the Corridor Project for Soul Sherpa, that's yeah. going to be coming up. I think that's a really interesting project, something that's very original. Um, so I've been seeing a lot of like practices happening with Soul Sherpa and those other bands. And for those who don't know, Soul Sherpa is taking other original artists from town, mm-hmm. and they're basically incorporating their original arrangements with funky Soul Sherpa right. for these like one-off bring on a new mis- musician for every song or two. It sounds like it's going to be incredible. It's at the yeah. Angler yeah. in a couple of weeks, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I don't know, man. I'm excited to see what's going to happen, what's yeah. going to come of it. So. I feel like a lot more people are starting to make events out of their shows, not just a show, uh-huh. but like make it something over the top that you've got to come see. Yeah. You know, like adding more bands to the bill or – adding a theme behind the show or like Soul Sherpa, just something one-off crazy enterprise type stuff. And I think right. that's really what gets people going, I've got to go see that show. Yeah, yeah, making a unique event out yeah, of it rather event. than it's just another show happening this this weekend like everything else, you know. So I had uh, I had an interesting conversation. Well, and I've seen it with a couple people. I think I think Ross Kendall just posted on the group, and I know Jen Miltner has said some things where they seem frustrated that – their band can't get like can't take that next step. We've been a band for a year, two years. We can't seem to get that extra money from bar owners. We can't seem to get that extra jump in crowd. 
they're you in know, that people, plateau. Yeah, we just can't seem to get past that. Ex- and yeah. I, I see the frustration from people saying, well, it's the same bands that are getting these big shows. And man, if you would just give my band a chance at an Uptown Friday Nights, we would blow everybody away kind of a thing. And I think it's important to remember, because I had a conversation with Jen about this. Yeah. She was kind of messaging me saying like, well... You know, it's been a couple of years, like, why can't we make this jump? And I had to remind her that I went back and I looked through some Pork Tornado stuff. Our first Pork Tornado show in Cedar Rapids was in 2010. Yeah. Um, now, we didn't feel like we actually even gained any success or notoriety uh, until 2014, summer of 2014. So, so there was four, four years, years of like at least once a month pounding the pavement in Cedar Rapids. And what was crazy is we sort of got some fans and then it went negative. Like there were two shows in a row where nobody showed up. <laughs> like <laughs> no one showed up to these shows. Free shows. Come on. Like we feel like we're good. Why is nobody watching us? And, yeah. and you know, it just takes that pounding of the pavement and sharpening your teeth and just going, going, going till one day it's going to click. And for us in 2014, in the summer, we played Solon Beef Days and Uptown Friday Nights back to back and had big crowds there. And like, mm-hmm. oh, cool, cool. And what's crazy is we'd been clamoring for those dates for four years. Like, yeah. Like, please, Uptown, please, 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 we'll, we'll play for free. Like, just get us on the stage. Nope, 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 nope. No. I mean, turned down year after year, and we finally got that chance, and we, and we we were good, we were ready. We'd been playing for six years at this point. We're ready to dominate, and we did. Mm-hmm. Where if you had given us that Uptown date in 2010, we would have sucked, you know? Yeah. And what then what's even crazier, so it took four years for what we determined was success to happen, but then I went back and I looked at a photo. I'll put it on the on the Facebook page. But there's a photo from Uptown Friday Nights in 2014 when we're like, fuck yeah, we made it. This is great. To last year's Uptown Friday Nights. Almost the same exact angle of yeah. the photo. And it's, you know, there was a thousand people there in 2014. There was 4,200 there in yeah. 2018 mm-hmm. with LED walls and line array speakers and blah, <laughs> you know, so like. Whatever your level of success is, it's 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 like it, hopefully it will continue to keep going up. Like you mm-hmm. should never feel like you've hit it, you know? Right. Because if we felt like we made it in 2014, like we would have never kept pushing boundaries yeah. and trying to go at higher shows. So I think the one thing I keep trying to stress people is like, dude, just keep just keep at it. Like it's supposed to be fun. Just have fun. Trust the process. Trust in the, the process. Pro- in, in, too, though, you know, like. Like uh, one of the big things that you, I think that was in response to something like that uh, that you posted, was you talked to some venue owners yeah, and like yeah. people who book and do that sort of stuff. And it was there's those consistent things of the the positive feedback, yeah. word of mouth sort of thing, and the videos. Yep. So make sure your content is good. Um, I think that that's bigger than ever right mm-hmm. now. Yep. Um, is the video thing? Um, it's very underestimated and it's very surprising how much of an edge that will give you almost instantly because it's surprising how many people aren't doing it. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, like, you gave yourself an instant edge by just doing it. Yeah, by just doing it. Yeah, and so, and then, like we say, the the word of mouth, are these people pleasant to work with? Am I going to just get ridden all over the place about pay later on? Like, what's the deal? Are they going to show up, like, on time? Like, that word of mouth... uh, Positive attitude going into every venue and and every gig, you know. I think that's I think that's the other big thing, yeah. and uh, you know I I've, I've said it before. Look for those other folks and your peers because we got more musicians showing up at the gigs. Yeah. Maybe your peers can audit you a little bit too. Yeah, 
you know, give me some feedback, get, get give me some, some feedback. So, you know, and find that find that band. We would always find ourselves looking at that band that was slightly right. above us. Yes, going okay. What is this band doing? Why are why do they have bigger crowds? Why are they making more money? What what are they doing that we're not? Why are doing? they getting the gig that you said you wanted? Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, it's and you know it's just crazy because I think you should. Um, you're you're absolutely right. You should just like keep a, keep an open mind. Keep trusting the process, but also remember why you do this. Yeah. Like, it's not just to, to make money. Right. I, I hope you're not, unless you're a full-time musician, I hope you're not in this to, like, pay your bills. Right. With You know, because, like, you should just be doing this for fun. And if you create a product that uh, that the bar owner... So, let's take it back to that. You know, mm-hmm. like, um, these places like Captain's in Okaboji, Uptown Friday Nights, uh, wherever that we were trying to get in Woolies in Des Moines... These places would not let us in, and we kept at it. We kept mm-hmm. at it, and when we finally got there, we took full advantage of it, and we showed them a product that they cannot afford to not have at their club, you know? Yeah. And then that's how you're in, you know? So if you can – don't worry about getting into a club and then starting to ask for more money. Make them say <laughs> – Well, we need to make sure we get you I enough to, money to have you here. I need to get you, you enough money to have you here because yeah. I want you to be here. And most, yeah. most club owners will see that, and they will say, you're mine. I want you only here. What's it going to take, you yeah. know? So create that product. Yeah. If those shows are your North Star for the time being, then then don't don't waver away from it. You know what I mean? Don't don't let that deter you that you didn't get it this year or, or whatever it happens to be. So uh, I think uh, if if you're if you have a goal in mind and you didn't get it this time around, then that's again you just need to go back to an auditing system and. Uh, Start asking yourself more honest questions about what you're doing. There was another cool thing that uh, looks like uh, Scott Wilson posted. Did you see that link? It's called 16 Tips for Working Musicians. Yes, I saw this too. If you guys haven't read this, you should read through it. But here's a couple of them. Make set lists. <laughs> do you make set lists? <laughs> we do. You sh- What? Like, how do you not make set lists? Yeah. We used to not make set we lists. We used to not make set lists. And it's cool. Like, what song you want to play? And, and the, you rationalize it by saying... Well, we'll we'll feel the crowd mm-hmm. on and what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. You can always call audibles, right. but have that set list. And, and they talk about how you'll just be able to like your show's going to flow, and you know your set times, and that's that's an obvious. Our, and f- our set list is memorized, like hundred percent. We, we, we didn't even half the time we didn't even have paper. You just know exactly. We, we, what we knew it what the set list. You is. practiced it for two weeks mm-hmm. leading up, and this is the only order you play these. Songs. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, know how to sound check is number two. That's Big. so important. God. We'll have to bring another sound guy on for that. And what an important time to to show your respect for a sound guy, right? Like one hundred percent. Have You're I so told important. you that before in a podcast where uh, Doug Johnson of RGS he's our he's our main production yeah, yeah, sound guy right uh-huh. now, but we hired him for a gig, and we were so great to him, and we were we our gear was perfect, and he. He didn't have to tell us what to do, and we were ready to roll that. He was just so impressed with us that he wanted to work with us more often. Okay. So he recommended us to the Uptown Friday Nights and to the um, Soul and Beef Days. There you go. I mean, and that was that was a huge thing for us to, have, to hit those two shows. So um, number three is set your stage volume properly. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's uh, That can be difficult for some people. It can be, um, but it is it is very important. But okay, so let's say you have that you're a guitar guy. Let's say you have that amp that needs to be cranked to, be to make it to just so yeah. so. Why not get a guitar shield? Have you ever seen those guitar shields that go out the front of it? Uh, yeah, those acrylic shields. They're clear. Put your mic inside of it on the stand. Put a shield around it and 
and now you've got your tone as loud as you need it, but it's not pushing people in the face. Right. Uh, I know people are really against like the drum shields in general. I know it makes you look like a big dummy. I've been there before, (laughs) but like, man, I use drum, I use cymbal shields on every show, every time. I see that now, yeah. It's just because it keeps the cymbal bleed out of the vocal mics, which in turn makes it that much better for your sound guy to make that mix perfection. I've been in the crowd when, I mean, you're standing where, where you're, if you're, because, you know, as a, as a band, you want, this. I think this is why it's so important, yeah. is it, when you're in the band, you want people to be up at the front of that stage as close as possible as they can get to you, right? Like, yeah. you want to, you want them there. But it's really hard to stand there when all you can hear is the amp that you happen to yeah, be just standing <laughs> in front of. <laughs> what guitar player do I like better? That's how I'm going to pick what yeah, side exactly. of the stage I stand exactly. on. Jeez. So. Uh, there's a couple other ones, like pick the right songs. I mean, do you want success or not? <laughs> do you want to play just what you like? It kind of goes into that original yeah. band versus cover band. Like the original bands are playing what they want for themselves, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But um, does that always generate to popularity, success? Sometimes right. not, because you're playing for yourself. But if you were talking, you want to be popular and you want to get known, mm-hmm. like pick the right songs. Pick the right songs. Don't be a Slipknot tribute band if you want to play Uptown Friday Nights. Right. It's, <laughs> right. it's not going to work. <laughs> maybe if you had like the the accurate production of a Slipknot show, maybe. maybe I don't maybe. maybe. I doubt it, though. <laughs> maybe. Would they have gotten Nubo Evolve? I uh, bet they would have got people to Nubo Evolve. Be, you bet. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Number seven, I, f- I was surprised they went here with this, but okay. I totally agree with it. Mm-hmm. Play primarily for women. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with this? Uh, I do. If that's if this is like we come back to it, if this is your goal, if your goal is to have giant crowds, to have those large crowds, and have people just consume beer like they never consumed beer, you better play for the women. What's the nickname of the for, or the uh, the tagline of the Pork Tornadoes? Party dot com. Well, well it's... Uh, your girlfriend's favorite band. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> it's sort of true, right? Because if your girlfriend comes, mm-hmm. you're gonna come, right? You know, or if you're just a single bunch gaggle of bros right. in the summertime that wants to mac on some chicks. Yeah. Am I using the proper terminology? I, I think so. I think gaggle of bros macking on chicks. Macking on chicks. Yeah, I like where this is going. Which is usually what a pork tornado show is. Yes, okay. I get it. But <laughs> that's like you get the girls, you get the monies. Yeah. First <laughs> we get the chicks, then we get the khakis, then we get the jobs. So Oh, but these are great. Like that that thing's on the um is on the uh, Facebook page. So, you know, and last one too, acknowledge bartenders. We've talked about this before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, if you, we built our career, and I've said it so many times, I will keep repeating it, make sure you tip your bartenders. We would egregiously tip bartenders after our show. You know, most bands expect everything free, Mm -hmm. not going to tip them. Even if they gave it to us for free, we would throw down a $100 bill or something like that when we were there for a weekend. Just to, like, thank you so much for putting up with this. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to see you again, you know? And those bartenders can be your biggest advocates for getting you back in clubs, too. Absolutely. So, you know, make friends with those bartenders for sure. Yeah, go read. There's more. That's pretty great. I like that article a lot. There's a couple more uh, kind of down below that that spurred off of that even further um, that were really nice. Uh, so I can't remember the website that that was on, but Sonic Bids has uh, a uh, lot of... Spin Diddy. Spin Diddy. Spin Diddy.com. There you go. So yeah, there's a lot of good information on, on some of those lists. So, Well, I don't know, man. You got any... Uh, I thought it would have been nice to just touch on a couple of these mm-hmm. random weird 
thoughts to get out of our heads that people probably been thinking about, you know? Yeah, no, I think that was a, it's a good, uh, good time to do that after, uh, the whole debacle. We'll title this new bow evolve question mark. (gasps) And that'll be, that'll hopefully at least get people to listen to this episode. It wasn't all new bow evolve. No, I'll go back on the record. Like I'm still glad that they tried it. Yeah. And it sucks that we lost that money, Mm -hmm. but like I had a really great time down there and I'm hoping that people went down there, had a great time. Yeah. Maybe we'll be able to learn that, wow, that was a lot of money, but uh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's. I don't know, man. We could talk about that for I a know, long, long time. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. There's not a right or a wrong <laughs> answer. Not, it, was, yeah. it sucks. Yeah. It didn't go well. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's so it. I think it's time to move on. Like, time to move on. It's time, time to evolve. To move on and time, oh, I like Got that. It? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> evolve. Evolve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah it is it's time to move on from it's that not, hopefully it's over and yeah and it, it needs to be over and it needs it's one of those things that we always come back to in this group um is moving on away from the negativity yeah get that out of mind acknowledge it for what it what it what it is what it was yeah and we need to move on and if you're not satisfied with it um then it's time for you to step up there, and there make your own event. There is an open stage ready for you. There yep. is a, f- a community that says they want big things. Mm-hmm. Yep. That do you want to do it? You put on a festival next summer. You can do this. Exactly. It's ready to roll. So go 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 do it yourself. I, I've I've done things myself with other groups of guys. Yeah. You can come together with a group and you can do it yourself Hell too. Yeah. You dude, so. you guys did it with uh, Summer Jam, right? Yep. You knew like even on that smaller undertaking, like it is a lot of work. It's a lot of work, man. And it's a lot of unknown. Mm-hmm. You're you're padding. You're like you're assuming you're going to take a loss on this. Correct. You always you always prepare. We we prepared ourselves to make sure that we knew like we we're not we're not going to make money and that's not why we're doing it. Yep. It was for the for a local community. And I think act. that's how it's supposed to start. I and think I think so. that's how Evolve was because yeah. they were prepared to take a loss mm-hmm. and it was an okay loss. Like we know that this isn't going to be perfect, but we're going to build it into something. Right. So um, shit, man. I'll be waiting. Yeah. I'll be waiting for somebody to pick up the torch. Absolutely. Well, what do you say, man? What do you say we end it? Let's call it. You want to go uh, hold hands and run through the rain tonight with like umbrellas Ooh, and stuff? Yeah, that sounds fun. <laughs> I, I, I'm down for that. Can we take the beer with us? Yes, we'll take okay. the beer with us. Great. <laughs> All right. All right, man. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, AJ Vents, Wolf Den Wears, Wolf Pack Productions. Yes. Mike Schulte, Pork Tornadoes. Tune in next time. Oh, and the, maybe they should give us a rating. Ooh. Should you give us a rating? Yeah. On on the you're good at that. Yeah. You know those things. Tell I, them about I it. I know these things. Uh, so guys, if you can, please give us give us a like, give us a share, uh, rate us, review us on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Because I'm pretty sure if this is like anything else that we we do, uh, you're, we are available on iTunes. Yep. Podcast Addict, yep. Castbox. Uh, I'm not sure if we're on Stitcher quite yet. SoundCloud. We'll get them. We'll get on some more here. Podcast Player, Podcast yep. Go. Cast tons FM of them. or Castbox. Cast FM. FM. Yes. Yep. Uh, all those. So whatever you guys are listening on, just take the opportunity to uh, to rate and review us. Give us that feedback. Tell us what you want to hear more about, please. Fucking love it. So, deuces. Later. Peace. Peace.